This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24 7. On Mix 106.3. The Monero Mall has turned 16. It's amazing. Making me feel really old. <laughs> I'm looking at some old black and white photos. And apparently I was wrong. There was an escalator. Yeah. This is this is just a piece from the Canberra Times over the weekend because I think Megan Doherty wrote so beautifully about the Monero Mall. Oh, hell yeah. It was the height of glamour. At least in 1963, Cam- Canberra were much of the city... Oh, sorry. It was the height of glamour. At least in 1963, Canberra was mo- was a city still of sheep paddocks. It was a time when Perry Mason was on the telly and The Man Who Knew Too Much, starring James Stewart and Doris Day, was on at the Starlight Drive-In. Oh. But the city was growing fast. Hell yeah, it was. It's amazing. The three-storey Parthenon that mm. was the Monero Mall. Trinette from Yas, good morning. Good morning. Do you remember um, wandering the the aisles of David Jones and and and, and maybe seeing that that um, nut selling man that I'm hoping I'm not imagining? Uh, no. You don't remember the nut guy? Oh, Maybe no. I, just, I swear no. there was a. I swear oh. there was a like a wagon, a wooden wagon, and a man sold nuts out of it. I, I, I may be making that up, but that's my fondest memory, Trinette. What is yours? <laughs> well, I actually worked in David Jones. <gasps> here, so, here we go. One. What year? Um, early eighties. Okay. I'm still at school, so I used to work Friday night, Saturday morning. Oh. Um, and then David Jones would close at twelve. That's right. You never get out at twelve o'clock, even though we only got paid till twelve o'clock. Yeah. Um, and um, we were still selling kids' shoes at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we leave for the for the weekend, and then you know, and then I'd start my next shift the next Friday night. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I very, very remember those. Yeah. Remember those days when, when if you wanted to shop on the weekend, you had mm. three hours. Yeah, on a Saturday morning from nine till twelve, and after mm-hmm. that, nothing. Mm. Trinette, if and you also, sorry, yeah. um, you can go in banking, banking. Yeah, you know, you had to get money out of the bank for the weekend because there were no ATMs. <gasps> yeah, there's no tap and go in the sixties. Oh, that's wonderful. Or yeah. the eighties, even for for Trinette. No, <laughs> it's a no, simpler time. No. Yeah, Trinette. Sorry. No, you're right. I, I, was, I, I, I love it. I love all of it. I was just going to ask you, if you don't mind me asking, do you remember how much you were paid per hour back in the day? Yeah. Uh, for, I don't know how much it was an hour, but I'd clear, I think it was $25 for Friday night and Saturday morning. Combined, <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. But you know what? you got to bear in mind that a brand new house in Florey in those days probably cost about 8 bucks. Yes. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much I'll tell you how much our house was worth mm. when we when we moved into it and we got married, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I can also remember the escalator. It was the most scariest thing I've ever been on. Yeah, because they were just out in the middle of nowhere, three floors up, and you just had to hope yeah. that they built them right. Which, spot alert, they did. Um, they were very steep. They were mm-hmm. extremely. Uh, and Trinette, it's been awesome having a chat with you this morning. Um, mm. a shout out to the crew from David Jones. Yes. Um, even my mum used to work there back in the 60s. Did she? Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I didn't know that. 
Um, she may, oh, she may wow. have even trained you, Trinette. Go to mm. Although you remember if you met oh. Christine. <laughs> Believe me, you'd remember her. Put your mitts together, please, for Channel 9 alumni and all-round top bloke, Mr Andy Lee. Here he is. Hi, Andy. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Nige. How are you guys? Look, we're, we're good. We want to play a really quick, fun game of will Andy Lee remember this? Because my co-host... Oh, <laughs> my co-host, Nige. No. I know. <laughs> which is fun, not. Which is why we play it on the radio live. Yeah. My co-host, Nige, was just like, oh, I wonder whether Andy will remember the time that I saved I him. I saved his life. And I'm like... Oh, from God. a crazed listener. Here we go. Andy, you came to Canberra a few years back for a gig we call Skyfire, a big fireworks show oh, yes. on the lake. Hamish was meant to come. Yeah, and he, he got and there like half an hour after it started because he missed his plane or something. I, yeah, he missed his plane and uh, and then kind of missed pretty much all the fireworks. But yeah. It was pretty incredible. So I had a day in Canberra by myself um, and I quite enjoyed it, actually. Do you remember the, the uh, in air quotes, pitch invasion that essentially happened uh, where a listener got up on stage and ran at you ostensibly for a hug and I ended up, I, I sort of leapt in front of him and grabbed this kid by the throat, not necess- <laughs> not on purpose, but then realised there's a picture of me on the giant screen in front of the whole crowd holding a listener by the <laughs> neck to keep him away from Andy Lee. Uh, it was- the, 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 main, the main issue with that is if, if we'd actually embraced that maybe that would have been the start of a friendship, a long-term friendship, but you just uh, quashed that for both of us. Oh, my God, um, I didn't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Nige ruins lives. Fair enough. Oh. There we- oh, well. But, hey, look, at least you remember the Cracker Show, mate, if nothing else. <laughs> it, was, it, was pretty, it, was, it was actually incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, because I, I think that back in the day... There was, I think, uh, Canberra with the, the radio ratings only did it twice a year, mm. where yeah. around, the, around the country the ratings came out a lot more regularly. They did. So the, the radio station at the time would put all their year's budget just into one big fire, fireworks yeah. display yes. the, night, the night before the ratings had to come out. So then yeah. everyone would go home going, that was unreal, let's tick that box. It worked for them very well. May as well set fire to a couple of hundred grand just for a laugh. It was awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Andy, we're not yeah. here to talk about the time I saved your life from a crazed listener by holding him by the throat <laughs> on the big screen at Skyfire. We're here to talk to you about the hundred. How is it going? You've got the, what, final episode of the season tomorrow night. Yes, tomorrow night. We're 7.30 tomorrow night for mm. those who normally tune in to watch us around 8.30 or 9 o'clock. We're a bit earlier. 7.30 tomorrow night, um, the final episode. Uh, Mike Goldstein, of course, is there. Sophie Monk. Luke McGregor is our third <laughs> panel guest. Luke and, McGregor. Um, we're, co- we're covering a lot of great topics. We're covering vacations, so yes. all of Australia's habits on vacation. Mm. We're also <laughs> covering funerals, which oh, I know oh. people might think, well, that's, that's not going to be that fun, but um, oh, there's can a be. lot of quirky things that happen at funerals. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. All right. How about this in. for a stat? Here we go. 1.6 million Aussies have GPS tagged a gravesite. Oh, what? Well, like what for? <laughs> to share it with their friends to say, hey, like yeah. if, if you want to come and visit <laughs> Uncle Jim, like this is where you go? That's exactly right. Like because going to the days where you used to have to go, look, yeah, Grandma is like, you got to walk in on the east side and then you have to go down like several aisles and you take a right and you go several more aisles and it's very hard to find them because some of these plots are so massive. Mm. Um, now people just GPS, 1.6 million Aussies have GPS tagged headstones. 
That is a significant <laughs> number of people who have done something that I would never consider doing in my entire yeah. life. And that's why The 100 is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, it is awesome. Final dish. And if Luke McGregor as a special guest wasn't a, a, a reason to tune in, then I don't know what is. Why do you love Luke McGregor? I, I adore that man. I, yeah. Andy, correct me. Look, I, I want you to lie to me if you have to, but is he as wonderful in real life as he appears to be? He's as wonderful, he's as neurotic, uh, he, is, he is incredible. And that's what I love having him on the show because his perspective is always very different. Yeah. Um, I'll, throw, I'll throw this one at you as well. We have couples court tonight where a couple comes on and they explain <gasps> their problem they're having in their the relationship and the hundred decide who's in the right. Oh, or my the God. I, oh! I need this in my life. But, yes, continue. Stacey and Fonz come on tonight. Fonz, he snores all the time. Mm. He gets kicked into the spare room. He maintains, though, that because Stacey has a problem with the snor- snoring, she should go to the spare room. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> oh, God, that's a good one. He doesn't have a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's... He's fine with his, his own snore. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't even wake him up. It's amazing. So what's the... No. Oh, wow. Andy, mm. you, you're a brave man tackling issues like that. Uh, tomorrow night, Channel 9, exactly. 7.30 is when it's all happening. Mr. Lee, thank you for your time this morning and thanks for letting me save yeah, your life God. about 10 years ago. <laughs> Really appreciate it. I'm truly indebted to you for life. Been emotional, man. Galagawa State is in the news for all the wrong reasons. Oh my goodness! Wasn't that huge news on Friday when it when it broke? I mean, I I hardly have my finger on the pulse most of the time. I'll admit that, but I did not see this coming from a mile away. No, me either. If you'd said to me on Friday, "Hey, what what businesses are going to shut down over the weekend?" Pialago Estate would have been like right down the bottom of that list. Which is really, really sad. Not only a beautiful restaurant, but also one of the key wedding venues around the nation's capital. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. A, a, a considerable percentage of weddings would have happened mm-hmm. there over the years, surely. So imagine Pialago Estate on a Friday saying, hey, we're letting everybody know we're temporarily closing our doors. Yeah. What then happens on a Saturday and a Sunday when you've got weddings planned? You're freaking me out with these questions, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me. Ask our very special guest, Wayne Algar from Pialago Estate, joins us this morning. G'day, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Hi, guys. How are we? Um, we're, we're really well, mate. We wanted to check in on you. How are you? What happened over the weekend at Pialago? Uh, yeah, I'm a good. Um, so, obviously, uh, the news came out on Friday um, of what was happening. We had uh, we had four weddings booked over the weekend, and um, we sort of did what we did to get those done and get the uh, get the couples married. Mm-hmm. So, the four weddings that were booked, um, usually, I mean, when you hear the news that the venue you booked at is, is shutting its doors on the Friday, and your weddings the next day, you yeah. kind of think the worst. But you guys managed to pull pull together your resources and and get all four of them done. Yeah, we did. So I uh, spent a bit of time Friday morning contacting. So we had weddings Friday, Saturday. Spent a bit of time Friday morning contacting the uh, the couples before the uh, before the news had broken, just to let them know that they will be going ahead. It was a bit of a, uh, a weird conversation before anybody knew anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sort of we reached out to who we could. Um, a few people around town really uh, really pulled together and helped us out. So who are they, Wayne? Do you want to give them a bit of a shout out and say thank you? <laughs> Yeah, look, I think uh, all the guys out of Queanbeyan, Matt, the GM, uh, Anthony out at, uh, at, sorry, the Royal Hotel in Queanbeyan. Uh, Jackie, the team at the Rex, um, you know, all uh, pulled their pulled their resources together, um, got staff in front of house staff, kitchen staff. Uh, who else do we have? The vendors, all the vendors that work a work day sort of, you know, kicked in. Um, the musicians, the photographers, the celebrants, 
uh, doing bits and pieces. But, um, yeah, pretty much everyone was on site uh, on the day. And the, uh, yeah, the hospitality guys, the Royal Adequamian, and the, uh, and the guys at the racks. So we've got to remember, guys, like Wayne isn't an owner. Wayne's just a staff member at Pialago yeah. who has been tasked with calling couples to say, hey, I'm really sorry, we're temporarily closing. What yeah. can I do? He's then gone on the blower to all of his friends and gone, hey, guys, like I need some help. Everybody everybody rally and Canberra came together. So, yeah. Wayne, for that, thank you. I can see... Um, it must be another vendor, I believe, that started a GoFundMe page for you because obviously you've worked your butt off over the weekend and have done so for free. Did you know about that? Uh, yeah, I did. I found out through um, through somebody else that that happened. Um, mm. Yeah, bit um, yeah, grateful for that. And, but good to see people come together. I think that um, yeah, my, my my priority was the uh, the couples on the weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, this week will be the couples for for this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, see what we do there. Because, you know, we've all had that phone call from the place where you got your car booked in for a service, and they go, oh, mate, we need to bump that forward by a couple of days because we've got double booked, and, yeah, oh, that's no dramas. But when it's your wedding... Uh, it's huge. I, I'm, I ain't no expert, Chris, but I imagine that's not the phone call you want the day before your wedding, is <laughs> no, it? No, definitely not. No. And especially then that news going public and then all of your guests probably ringing... The, the the couple going, so are we turning up? Are we not turning up? Is this yeah. thing on? Is it not on? Uh, so, Wayne, we know that for you there's a whole stack of work behind the scenes. We know that you've got a really big heart, that you're trying to help the couples as much as possible. Thank you for all of that. And if there's absolutely anything that you need, you've got our number now, so call us. We would love to help. Yeah, well, there you go. Look, I think, uh, yeah, just can't express enough gratitude for the people that helped us out over the weekend as well. So very grateful for everything that everybody's done. Mm-hmm. Mate, thank you for everything. You're a legend. Um, and I'm sure we're speaking on behalf of those four couples who managed to get it done. Yep. Thanks to you and the crew out there, mate. Um, good luck with everything, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. There we go. That's Wayne Alga from Pielago Estate. What a mm-hmm. what a crazy weekend. It's a huge weekend. And, and no doubt plenty more to, to mm-hmm. come. Uh, from here on in, more news will break and, and what, what happens from here. And like I said, he, he he's just a staff member, you know, and he yeah. is the one that's on the end of the phone and trying to pull everything together and a really wonderful guy. There'll be some phone calls I've wanted to make over the years, but ringing, ringing a bride mm. on a Friday yeah. when her wedding's on the Saturday and going, hey, mm-hmm. you'll never guess what. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, that's a, that's a phone call and a half, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, Wayne, to you and to all the crew, thanks for everything. Superstars. We're here to talk about a man who needs to be worried about more than I do at the moment. Okay. Kristen. A man called Jack Whiten. Here's a bit of audio from the weekend. Raiders playmaker Jack Whiten is in hot water for two incidents during their 24-14 to 14 loss to Newcastle. Trailing 8-6, Whiten tried to inspire the Canberra Raiders to tackle on Knights fullback Lachlan Miller, but ended up on report for a high shot. Yep. Ended up getting sin binned yeah. at one point. No good. And as he walked off the field, Kristen, the oh. most beautiful thing happened. Here we go. Uh, all due respect to you, Jack, but you got hosed by a small child and it was fantastic. Little mm. little Newcastle supporter reached a handout for the high five. Oh, yeah. Jack, Don't over here, Jack, please. Jack's, Jack's fallen for it. He's, mm-hmm. he's, Jack's reached up, as you do. Mm. You high five the kiddies, you know. Be mm-hmm. a man of the people. Yep. Uh, and then right at the last second, the kids whipped the hand away, run it through his hair and done the whole, oh, too slow. <laughs> Oh. And I don't know about you, Kristen. It's so good. It's an oldie but a goodie. Oh. 
And all I could think was, oh. <laughs> the kid's a superstar in Newcastle. Like. A hero to his people. Chris Coleman put it perfectly earlier this morning from our Raiders on Mixed Call team. He was like, imagine that kid at school today. Yeah. He is going to have the best day ever. How many fake high fives is he going to dish out? <laughs> Just before recess. Oh, you know? Do you think they'll get him up at assembly? Oh, would they? <laughs> Walk past the, the the school principal. High five, principal. Oh, hey. Remember this from yeah. the weekend? Up high, down low, too slow. <laughs> it's just, it never fails to oh, entertain. Oh, it's so good. And and when it's a professional rugby league player. Yes. Who's just been sent to the bin. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, 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 his shoulders are slumped, his head's yeah. down, he's not paying. The kid just pounced and yeah. it was beautiful. It's the best time for it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Newcastle fan. I'm still supporting the Raiders. Mm. But that kid... <laughs> He's a genius. And for it to be caught on camera, too. Oh, <laughs> so clearly and beautifully. It was so, the footage is so good, you could actually see the kid put his hands through his hair. You know? Any can, other kid would have half assed it and just pulled uh-huh. the hand away, but no, he went through the hair. I can just imagine the cameraman, too, just going, oh, yes, Nailed look it. what we got. On the comms, back to, you know, the box going, fellas, you won't believe what I just shot. <laughs> That's going to go viral. Mm. Hey, uh, the thing is, before we laugh and point too hard at Jack, Mm. let's be honest, most of us at some point in our lives have been shot down in a blaze of glory by a small child. They've played a prank on you. Mm. They've they've just, out of nowhere, like some of the horrible things I used to do to my dad, Barry. Like what? My favourite one was... What's your I saw this on the Curiosity Show, I think it was. It was just one of those... Way to mess with someone. You had a twenty cent coin mm. and, a, and a lead pencil. Yeah. Put the hold the coin flat down on a piece of paper and just mm-hmm. draw around the outside of it over and over and over and over again. Yes. Yep. So that the whole outside edge of the coin is covered in lead, like yes. the, the 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 pencil lead, the graphite. Yep. And then you give it to your dad and tell mm-hmm. him to hold it, pinch it between his fingers like mm-hmm. a wheel. Yeah. And roll it down the middle of his face. Yeah. Then roll it across the side of his face from mm-hmm. left to right. And after he's done that. I'll be able to th- read his mind. Oh my god, hilarious! And tell him what he's picturing in his head. Oh, so Barry's gone. All oh, right, I'll look him with the I'll him with the little guy. Run the run the thing down his face. <laughs> he's got a big black line vertically, then a big black line horizontally. <laughs> Whole so family's funny. watching and sniggering. I go, Dad, you're thinking of a mountain goat? He's like, No. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking of the cricket. I'm like, oh, oh okay. well. You, uh, win, you win this round, Dad. You win, Barry. And off Barry went to spend the rest of his day with a big black cross drawn across his face that he didn't know anything about. Oh, it's so good. And did your mum end up telling him or did no one tell him? Oh, I think he figured it out himself. Okay. He had a quick trip to the bathroom and yeah. then he went, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Door, you little man. And he got me back. He waited until my 18th. I'll tell you, that's another story, but mm. we've heard that one before. That's a good one. Um, have you been hosed by a kid. Mm. A kid got you an absolute ripper. Yep. Uh, and Jack White, and if you're listening... Oh, feel free to call. 6242 mate, talk us through how you're feeling after that moment. He won't call. No. But to anyone else who, who's had a prank played on him by a small child and, and you've had to look at the kid and go, you know what, man, you got me. Well that, done. That's a fair cop. Uh, Christy from Page, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Good. Look, we're trying to make Jack White and feel a tiny bit better about what happened across the weekend by sharing our stories of when we we had the wool pulled over our eyes by a small child. Has, mm. it, has it ever happened to you? Uh, no, but I've been the small child. Oh, <gasps> Here we go. Who, my dad's eyes. <laughs> you, oh, you, you got a ripper on your dad, did you? I did, I right, did. All right, cool. What, now, all right, kids, gather around. Mm. Gather around the radio. We could all learn something here together. Yep. How to mess with our dads. Yep. What did you do? 
Uh, so he liked to, you know, lay on the couch and watch the telly, and I didn't like to watch what he was watching. So um, in an ad break when he got up, I covered the end of the TV remote with a piece of sticky tape and a very uh, small cut piece of paper to cover the sensor on the end of the remote control. Um, so he came back into the lounge room and, you know, was like, oh, yeah, change the channel. Went, oh, crap, the you know remote's not working. And off he goes to go and look for, uh, you know, spare batteries, batteries and things and oh, all of that. And I changed the channel back to what I wanted to watch and kept watching telly. Yeah! Oh, God, that's by the time smart. He's, Tommy's figured out what's happened. You know, um, <laughs> Bluey's finished or, or Night Rider's already on and yep. you, you're good to go. Yep. Back in the day, it was Ninja Turtles. Ninja so, Turtles? Uh, yeah, don't mess with the Turtles. Yeah. You still Even love Ninja better. Turtles, yes. Oh, look, I never trust anyone who doesn't love the Ninja Turtles, I say. Mm-hmm. Christy, right. thank you so yep. much. for You've inspired me. Even even modern day remotes, you can still do that too, kids. Just remember that. do that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure your paper's thick enough. Yeah, otherwise the infrared will go straight through it. <laughs> Sticky tape alone is not enough. <laughs> no, that's right. There you go. See, look at that. Are we, are we going to give Christy and Paige the Hague's chocolate um, I hamper? Know. I don't know. Christy doesn't sound like the sort of person who enjoys chocolate. Christy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, chocolate's one of the staples of healthy food, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. It's right at the top of my food pyramid, <laughs> yeah. Christy, and it could be yours as well, thanks to our good friends at Hague's. Fantastic. Done. Awesome. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.